You are listening to the Scaling to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Christina Bernhard. And this week I have a special guest. She is our junior ads manager on the team. Her name is Cheyenne Skye. And I hope you guys are really enjoying these because I'm loving having the team on the podcast. They are all so, so talented and so knowledgeable about what they do. So I'm really excited to be able to bring you guys so much more variety from my team. And today, because Cheyenne is our junior ads manager, we are going to be talking about Facebook ads. We're going to be talking a bit about the Apple update and what our viewpoint is after a few months of being into it. And we're talking about all kinds of things. And then also I wanted you guys to get to know her a little bit more. So we have some fun stuff at the end. So definitely tune in and I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, so we have Cheyenne here, and I have already done a little bit of an intro about you, but first, thank you for coming on the podcast. I'm super excited to have you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, very, very excited as well. How about we start out telling the audience a little bit about you? So my name is Cheyenne, and I am born and raised in Texas, just a little bit outside of business talk, and I have two dogs that I love so, so much. So that's kind of what I do in my free time is just hang out with them. I originally went to college and earned a degree in the medical field studying radiology. And I actually worked in that field for about four years. It was about year three that I just realized, okay, this is not what I want to be doing. I'm a people person and hiding in a dark room and taking images of people's insides was not what I wanted to do. (laughs) So three, I started realizing like, okay, I really want to leave and I want to travel. And so I gave myself a year to save up some money to go travel. And then at year four, I quit and left. And I went and traveled in Europe and Asia for about a year, did some backpacking. And that's actually where I first discovered that online businesses were like a thing that you could actually like work from your computer and travel. And I was really, really intrigued by that. I didn't quite dive into anything at that point because I was spending all my money on traveling (laughs) and I didn't have any extra money for, you know, the extra things. But that is where my first like interest got sparked in the online world. So then after traveling, I returned back to the States and got a job doing sales with Realtor.com, which I actually really liked. I did enjoy that, but it was really so that I could make money to then venture off and do my own thing. So I worked there for about three years, right whenever COVID happened, actually, was whenever I was like, okay, I think it's time. I've saved up some money. I really want to dive in and start learning something that I can take online. And I wasn't exactly sure what that was. I had looked around at like virtual assistants and OBMs, things like that, but it didn't really speak to me. I really like numbers and things like that. So I was like, okay, I don't know if that's my calling. And then funny enough, I actually was on Facebook and got targeted by a Facebook ad that was teaching (laughs) me. It was basically like, learn how to grow your business to be a Facebook ad manager. (laughs) And I was like, okay, that's it. You know, it got me. So I'm like, ads are great. I purchased so many things from them. Yeah, immediately. I don't even think I went through the actual like ad funnel. It was just like a random person that was like, learn how to do this. I bought it right then and there. So that was June of 2020, somewhere right around that time. And so I bought the course. It was mainly focused on running ads for like local businesses and e-commerce. 
but I also wanted to learn the online world as well. So I then purchased another Facebook course also targeted by a Facebook ad. Uh, and that's <laughs> where I started learning online stuff as well. And then I started my business in September of 2020. And at that point, I was just working with local clients. And then Christina, I found you in, I think it was May that we started working together. Yeah. And then, yeah, here we are. So thanks so much. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love hearing the journey. It's always like so cool to hear, like whenever people realize like you get exposed to this online world and that it's actually possible. And you're just like, is it possible though? And like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And it's insane because all of us started in corporate. I think I haven't heard anyone's story where they didn't. I'm sure it exists, but most of us start in corporate or some sort of job, like regular job, just like everyone else. And then we get exposed to this whole idea. And then we just like try (laughs) things out like you did, like, you know, just trying different things. And yeah, I think uh, Facebook ads is obviously a great place to end up. I certainly love it. So a lot of people in my audience, they are either going to be outsourcing their ads or they do them themselves. So this is a common conversation that I have with people like, which one should you do? But I did want to talk about the benefits of outsourcing your ads. So from your perspective, as someone who runs Facebook ads, how do you think outsourcing is different? So I think a big thing with outsourcing is really, you know, a a lot of the clients that we work with, they don't start their business to run ads, right? That's not what they do. They have their zone of genius and what they love to do. And I think once you get to that point where you are ready to outsource, it's a great thing to do because it really just gives you time back to do what you love to do. So I think that that's a big thing. And then also, once you outsource, it really does help to scale your business, both in the sense that, you know, you're outsourcing to experts who this is what we do. We have experience in different accounts. We know what's working right now. We're always staying on top of the trends because things are constantly changing. But I think it also helps to give you that time back to actually be the visionary in your business. And so that's another thing that really helps you to grow once you do outsource. I totally agree with that. I think that, you know, running your own ads, there's like a time and a place for that when, you know, you can't afford Mm -hmm. to outsource, but at some point you're going to have to outsource. Like I've had some people come to me in discovery calls or just like conversations and DMs where they're making like, a quarter of a million to half a million a year and they're trying to run their own ads and like what are you doing like I don't think people like realize like the amount of work that it takes I mean it's literally a full-time job to stay on top of everything right like we're learning stuff all the time having conversations about like what's working and what's not working and especially with all of the changes that are happening I don't think people realize the magnitude of the job that it is to run a Facebook ads account. Also a really great point (laughs) of like seeing multiple accounts, having your eyes on multiple accounts just really gives you an idea of like what's working overall and just like being able to be more creative coming Mm -hmm. from that perspective. So yeah, I definitely love that. Whenever you do outsource, why do you think a team is a really good idea for your ad spend versus just having one person on your team running ads and having like a team of people because there's definitely a huge price difference there. So what kind of value do you see in a team? So I think a team is really important, especially now with, you know, the Apple updates, things like that. It is super important to have all of your ducks in a row whenever you are running ads. So having a team where you do have one person who is highly skilled at Facebook, you know, graphics, 
another person who understands Facebook ad copy, and then the ad manager who does like the strategy and the behind the scenes and the metrics and things like that. I think that's super important because, you know, you used to be able to just kind of throw up an ad and it would convert (laughs) and it's not like that anymore. So yeah, I think a team is very, very important in that sense. And then also, you know, I am a junior ad manager with you. So that is just an extra pair of eyes on people's accounts. So we can diagnose any problems that are happening quickly or just kind of toss ideas around with, again, all the changes that are happening. It is good to have yeah, just multiple people that you can kind of work with and and toss ideas around. Yeah, I definitely agree with the having multiple eyes on the campaigns for sure. Because, you know, looking at the metrics, it is kind of subjective. And a lot of it does come with just experience and like always, you know, digging into the metrics of ads and seeing like what the results are from specific metrics being like high or low, like what's that going to eventually cause and what should we do about it. But also with two ads managers, one person might think one thing would be better and the other person might think something else would be better. And it's just good to have that kind of like creativity and that collaboration. So I definitely love that. And then there was another point that you said about how Facebook ads used to be. That's so, (laughs) so true. I wanted to highlight that because Facebook ads definitely used to be so easy. Like when I remember when I was in corporate and I first started working with Facebook ads, it was in 2014. And I swear we could put anything up and get results. (laughs) Like it was just like a very untapped platform at that time. And it didn't have as many capabilities as it does now, but like We didn't even have to worry about like the whole ad rejections and ad accounts being disabled. I mean, me and my coworker got so many things rejected and like if we would just change a word and like resubmit it. And nowadays (laughs) you would like be crazy to do that. Like you need to know the ad policies and things like that. But so true on like how easy it was to just get good performance. Like it just was not as robust. You just didn't need that kind of like skill at the time that you do now, it's definitely grown. Yeah, you could throw any sort of graphic up. It doesn't even, you know, make any sense and it would still still work. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's so true. It's crazy. But yeah, so what are some things that you've learned since we started working together in May? So I've learned a ton. You are super knowledgeable. But I think the biggest thing that really stands out, I think I mentioned I was working with just strictly local clients and the strategy with local clients is, so different from the online space. And I will Mm -hmm. say it's a lot easier to be fair. So since working with you, I've just learned a ton about the online space. Like I took that course to learn how to run ads for online course creators and coaches, things like that. But it is so different once you're actually in the accounts and you're seeing like firsthand what is going on. And I think with that too is funnels because Local clients, you don't really need a funnel. You can have a website and that's all that you need. You don't need any sort of really like full funnel, anything like that. So I have learned a ton to do with funnels. And then also just the different platforms. Like there are so many different platforms that you can use too, like Kajabi, Thrivecart, all of those things. So that's been exciting to kind of learn more about and dive into and then of course, iOS, uh, all the updates. It's, <laughs> we've been learning a lot together. So <laughs> yeah, that has been a roller coaster for sure. Yeah, the online space is like a whole nother world. And it's like one of those things that you can't explain it to people who are not in it. Like it's just its own little world. And it's very small. It's global and huge and vast, but also very tiny. 
And it's just like, I also, when I was in working in corporate and I had my job on the side, I worked with like all of my clients were online people, but it wasn't in this kind of like niche, like space. I don't even know what to call it. Like, can someone like call it something like it's just like right. this world <laughs> and there's like, even like clicks and stuff. It's wild. But when I started getting introduced to that, which I think that usually happens when people start working with like a business coach, because then you get like exposed to like all the people and like stuff like that mm-hmm. in the whole world and everything like that. Yeah, I was like completely shocked. But I do <laughs> definitely love running ads. We have one e commerce client, but everyone else is all coaches, like, pretty much all coaches and doctors. Th- that seems to be the niches there is like you're either a doctor or you're a coach if you're one of my clients for sure. But yeah, and then the Apple update. Speaking of the Apple update, because I get asked this all the time. Like, what do you think about the Apple update? Because I know a lot of people are really panicking, especially if you're new to marketing. But what is your view of Facebook ads since the Apple update? So obviously things have changed, but I not to be, you know, obviously I'm a Facebook ad manager. I love Facebook ads. I do think that in my opinion, they are still one of the most cost efficient ways and profitable ways to scale your business. But I won't lie. Yes, there are a ton of changes and we are constantly learning things. But kind of what I mentioned before, I think one big piece of it is really just being able to nail down your audience. Like your audience is so important at this point to understand who your ideal client is because targeting is super important now. And then just being hyper-focused on building like your email list, things like that, actually having your warm audiences. So I think that's kind of the biggest thing to focus on right now. But yeah, my view of Facebook ads is still that they are great. They still work. We see really great results with the clients that we work with still. It's just learning to kind of pivot and come up with different strategies, things like that. Yeah, I so agree. I'm actually very excited for where things are going to go because we are having to find other ways. Right now, we're completely revamping all of our clients' tracking. And that's just like so fun. (laughs) We're changing so many things and I'm just like getting in there and we're finding all of these ways around it to better the tracking. And I think it's eventually going to be better than it was before because we're not going to rely on cookie tracking and cookie Mm -hmm. tracking has already been, you know, in a lot of danger for a long time. Even like Europe is already done where you can opt out of having your cookies tracked and all of that. And that's just like on basic websites that's really affecting Facebook ads. I don't think we're doing a lot of advertising in Europe right now, which is strange because usually I feel like I have a lot of clients in the European (laughs) region, but right now I don't think we do. I think we're mostly Australia, Bali, and a lot of the States, but it's a big thing right now. And with cookie tracking too, you can also lose tracking even before all of this happens. It's not perfect tracking. Mm -hmm. And so finding other more like solidifying ways to track conversions is just going to give us better data. We're in a messy middle right now. So like we haven't fully figured out what exactly the full like solution is going to be. And I know Facebook is working really hard on figuring that out. And I know a lot of other there are like some really smart people out there. They're just going to figure this out. <laughs> but I'm already with all the, the tracking changes that we have made, I'm already seeing a lot of better results with that. So I think that it's just ultimately going to be even better and just going to make us better marketers. But what you said was very, very true about the targeting. And I'll just highlight um, targeting, but also like your offer really like now versus before where Facebook could kind of pick up your slack if your offer wasn't as good or if your copy wasn't as good like even more so like we've made another jump where the standard is even higher now 
than it was in February where mm-hmm. your stuff has to be really good now. You know what I mean? It's just like one of those things. If your offer is super aligned, your targeting is right and you have good copy and graphics, like you're going to win. It, yeah. You just are. And I'm seeing that with our clients and we've had some clients that have had offers that worked really well before. They just don't work anymore. They changed it around and now they're making great returns. You know, it's just like one of those things, but there's definitely like, as time moves on, there's less and less slack for mediocre offers, especially in the online Which space. is fair. It should be like yeah, that. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, there's definitely a lot of room for everyone up here, like in the online space, but it is getting more crowded. It's getting more competitive and we just got to be better. Like it just kind of comes down to that, which again, I think is a great thing. It should totally be that way. I agree. So what do you think <laughs> is the most important thing someone could do right now if they're interested in ads? So I think there's a couple of things to that, <laughs> like prerequisites before even running ads. I think the most important thing really also with the updates is to start building your warm audiences. So what I always suggest, even if you're not planning on running ads right now, or even like six months down the road, go ahead and set up your custom audiences, set up your business account, set up your ad manager and set up your custom audiences, specifically for like website visitors, and then really Instagram and Facebook page engagers, because it is going to start collecting that data. And it's really just going to help with your conversions, honestly. So I think that's the first thing. I'll echo that. I just want to make that super clear what she just said. So whatever you're doing right now, just stop and go and set up your asset manager and go set up your custom audiences. Please, please set up your custom audiences. Even if you're like, I'm never, ever going to run ads. Just, just go do it. Yep. (laughs) Right now, right now, right now. (laughs) And then also just making sure that like you have a converting funnel that all the pieces fit together, that, you know, everything is working because if you're running ads to a broken funnel, you're just losing money. That's it. (laughs) That's it. So you just want to make sure that your funnel is set up. You're testing those things, making sure that it's just going through. And then also making sure that your offer is proven because a lot of people want to use ads or think that they can use ads and just start promoting an offer that they've not really even tested. And by that, it's like testing it with your organic audience, you know, just making sure that it's a, an offer that people do want and that, you know, it's a price point that they're willing to pay for that. That's definitely important. And then of course, understanding your ideal client, there's so much research that, you know, we do on our end to make a, a good converting ad. A lot of it comes down to you really understanding your ideal client as well. So I think those are really important like prerequisites before you ever start running ads. And then once you do start running ads, this just kind of goes with iOS, but just making sure to verify your domain, setting up your events, things like that. And then if you're going to run ads on your own, if you're ready to invest in a ads manager, great, you know, that's awesome. But if you want to kind of test your own things first and start running ads to at least learn your numbers, I think it's really important for you to not just go in and think that you can just set anything up and it work. There's a lot of like free resources that you can have. Like Facebook has a a Facebook blueprint course. It's helpful. YouTube is 
jam-packed of information and memberships like Christina has a membership just things that you can do to like actually learn the basics of ads because there is a lot that goes into it so it's kind of my two cents on that (laughs) yeah totally agree especially the proven offer I talk about that a lot so for anyone who like follows me you know that I'm talking about this all the time because it's what I see all the time you know people put together an offer they're like I need traffic so I'm going to invest in ads and it's not the Mm -hmm. worst thing in the world to do but just know that like you could lose a a lot of money, especially depending on your skills on the ads part as well. And also, I do want to clarify that too, because a lot of people that I talk to about is your offer tested or you know proven, they are thinking about the product itself. So that's a common thing that I see where people are like, no, 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 this course, I know the content. This is my like zone of genius. Like this content is good, good, good. And I'm like, that's the product, but we're talking about the offer, like what you're offering people, the messaging around it, how you're positioning the price point of it, what's actually included. Are people willing to, like you said, pay that money for that product? Do they know that they need that? All of these things, it's not just the content. The content being good is important, but that's after they've already purchased. We're talking about the whole journey before that. And if you use ads to determine if that offer works or not, it can be quite pricey. So yeah, (laughs) I definitely recommend people to always, always prove their offer tested before they start investing in ads and definitely agree with getting some guidance with the ads. It's not one of those things where you can just jump in and like, put something together and it just works. Unfortunately, just you have to be a lot more intentional with Facebook ads. So having some guidance, whether it's a free resource or you do a membership or a course or something like that, like you need something to give you some basic knowledge so that you know what you're doing. Otherwise, you're going to be wasting a lot of money probably on that. And that's a, a long learning curve too. <laughs> if you're not yes. going <laughs> to invest in some education, it's going to be very, very long. Yes. <laughs> You'll give up probably before you yeah. ever get there. So. Oh, for sure. You'll run out of money for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very stressful when you're putting money into it. Cause like with ads, like that's one thing too, is I see like the anxiety behind it, even with clients too, where I'm like, we have to be patient because it does take time. Even if you do know what you're doing and you're just watching that daily budget, just like add up every day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, but it always pays off. Like I can usually tell if a campaign is worth waiting it out or not, but yeah, so good. So I loved this conversation about ads. I did want to ask you a few fun questions so people can get to know you better on a personal level as well. So what is your favorite meal? Really any sort of Thai food. Pad Thai is so good. And then also it's such a Thai. So pizza. Yeah, right. So um pizza too. And actually whenever I was in Thailand, they had a Thai pizza. What? <laughs> it was like a Mossaman curry. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Mossaman curry pizza. And oh my God, it was so good. So it's like my two favorite things. That is amazing. Into one. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> That's so crazy. What part of Thailand were you in? I went around a couple of different places, but I spent most of my time on Koh Tao. So I like to scuba dive. So Koh Tao okay. is like a huge scuba dive hub. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I stayed there for about three months. Wow, that sounds amazing. Thai pizza. I definitely, oh. Thai food is so, so good. I cannot imagine Thai pizza, like what that tastes <laughs> like. I would have to try that. I can't even yes. like, wrap my mind on that. Yeah, no guessing on what try. that's going to be. Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, that is so weird, but I have to try it. And I would literally go back 
this is so bad to admit that I ate pizza this many times, but I'd go back like <laughs> in four times a week. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. This was a really good pizza. I'm definitely gonna have to check this out when it's and so if good. ever Asia opens up. We'll be going to Thailand and having Thai pizza. Yeah. So good. Okay. What is your favorite city in the world? Oh man, it's, you ask these hard questions because there's I know. so many. I would say Prague, Czech Republic is probably my favorite place to visit. It is just such a beautiful city and there's just like so much history there and everything. So to visit there, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico is like amazing beach city. So. <laughs> yeah, I hear you say Prague, because I was gonna go, you know, I was gonna go to Prague. And I ended up booking Madrid. But I have oh, some friends that are gonna be Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, I think I'll stay in Spain and Portugal area for like a few weeks. And then I'm meeting some friends in Croatia. So I'm backtracking back t- towards Central Europe. So I don't know, maybe I'll add Prague to the list. I think nothing is booked should. right now. So it's all <laughs> open. Yeah, I've heard really, really great things about it. So that's amazing. amazing. What is your a big dream? Big dream business wise, I do want to grow like an all in one digital marketing agency. There's so much that goes into digital marketing. Obviously, Facebook, they're my Facebook ads are my jam, but mm-hmm. it'd be really cool to like, just offer the full package to people too. So that's like the big business goal dream. And then along with that, I do want to buy a house in Mexico, in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Oh, amazing. Um, Yeah, that's my favorite place. (laughs) But yeah, I want to buy a house there and have it as like, you know, a home base. But I do also really want to just have a business that supports me traveling kind of I think Christina that's where we like really mesh together is that we love the travel yeah (laughs) Um, for sure but yeah that's the big dream be able to travel wherever I want whenever I want and have a successful business where I am helping people and have a house in Mexico totally relate to that for sure (laughs) so where can people find you So they can find me on Facebook, my personal page. If you look up Cheyenne Sky, there are a ton of them, but you can find me. um, My username is s.cheyennesky. And then my Facebook business page is Shy and Co. You can also find me on IG at Shy underscore and underscore Co. I'm not as active on there. I'm super active on Facebook. So. <laughs> nice. And we'll put those links in the show notes as well. And we'll put your website down there. And for your handles, definitely check out the show notes so you can see how to spell it and everything like that. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I was super excited to do this one because you're an ads manager. So we got to talk about Facebook ads, which is super exciting. And we obviously connect on so many levels with food, travel, dreams, <laughs> all the things. So yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, Christina. Thank you so much.